Bobby wasn't sure how to connect with his boss. He was new to the company, but really felt like a fish out of water. Whereas coworkers would joke and talk about stuff outside of work, Bobby would freeze up. A month in, he started to wonder if his boss even knew his name. He could have sworn he called him Brian in the break room just last week. Bobby knew how important it was to get on his manager's good side. He'd been on LinkedIn, and religiously consuming modern-day Aesop fables that mid-level managers post, basically memorizing the statuses about tickling the palm of any handshake and the benefits of 15-minute breaks in between 20-minute blocks of work. When he was in school, his parents always encouraged him to go to his professor's office hours. Even if he didn't have any questions, just go to build rapport, they'd say. But he's not in school. The marketing firm Bounty Mac poached grads at Winslow State, to which he was now an alumnus. His alma mater, having 45,000 students, made office hours seem pointless. How was one professor going to remember him? And so, during their bi-weekly FaceTime chats, with his fingers crossed behind his back, he assured his parents that on Wednesdays and Thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m., he'd try to drop in and visit his anthropology and drama professors. They were happy with his efforts, but a little confused as to why he chose those professors and not the professors in the business school that he was majoring in. Bobby was a different person back then. A couple semesters away from home, and no one telling him to make his bed or take out the trash, a plate much larger, and a plate filled with more responsibility in a level three meal plan, is starting to think he knew all there was, when in reality, his attitude just picked up a little tang. And not pretentious, but confident. Now nerf battles with his little brother, all of a sudden a burden and a waste of time. Instead, when he got back home from his summer internship at SC Johnson, he'd rather crack open a Corona and watch whatever was on TBS. His mom getting home and seeing that he had a beer, saying, Hey, what are you drinking? And then turning and giving his response, A beer. His attention immediately directed back toward the TV. Not thinking about the caution or concern held by his mom, but how the smallest one with the glasses in the Big Bang Theory was able to have sex with Penny. As far as he knew, if he was going to office hours just to talk with his professors, he might as well pleasure them too. Because what was he really doing? Did he care whether or not their child's birthday party went according to plan? Of course not. He was stroking their ego. And in his mind, he could do that much quicker on his knees rather than in the chair across the table. In comparison to Winslow State, Bounty Mac's 250-person office was a lot more manageable. Fridays at 2 p.m. saw a keg roll into the office. People would congregate around it and talk very highly about IPAs. If they felt comfortable, they'd even flaunt photos of their own homebrew kit. And if it was October, you could tune out all the conversation and still know they were all experimenting with a pumpkin stout. It wasn't that Bobby didn't like beer. He just thinks IPAs aren't that good. But he was too insecure to let anyone know this. So he always filled up one cup, but never drank it around the rest of the team. Instead, he'd take a couple sips, force out a couple laughs, and then act like he had a conference call with someone at 2.30 p.m. on a Friday, retreating back to his desk after pit-stopping in the kitchen to dump out what he thought might be the most disgusting drink on the planet. With this, losing a lot of valuable time with the higher-ups. His boss was named Raymond. Raymond wore one of those tactical wedding rings that NFL quarterbacks wear so they can show they're faithful during the game without risking losing their ring. 
but he was a marketing coordinator. Bobby wasn't sure what the play was there. Raymond's physique didn't say fitness and meal plans as much as it curses under its breath that it gets begrudgingly dragged to yoga twice a week. One Tuesday, after skimming the Morning Brew newsletter, he saw he had a calendar invite for a 90-day review on Friday. And opening up the message, he saw he'd have one-on-one time with his manager to talk about his first three months at the company. He usually only got his manager in doses with 10 others. He finally had the floor with him for a whole 15 minutes. This was his chance. And it was only Tuesday. He had time to game plan. Knowing it needed to be professional, but maybe dip his tone to something personal. Game of Thrones? His thoughts on dueling? Something. His call time was at 9am. A creature of habit, Bobby needed his in-office morning brew read. He chose to get to the office earlier, and with this to bed earlier the night prior. A combination of this and pre-talk nerves, Bobby canceled a Tinder date due to, and in his words... A huge corporate meeting. 857 sees a Slack message come in from Raymond. You ready? Bobby replies, Always. It felt forced. It felt corny. Aside from speaking up in meetings, there wasn't much for Bobby to improve upon. His review was largely positive. Each compliment on his work ethic, the way he conducted himself in the office, and overall tentativeness always followed with a smile. After his piece, Raymond opened up the floor to Bobby. Anything from you? No, I'm enjoying this experience. Bobby pauses. But I've got to ask, do you watch Game of Thrones? Bobby had this in the bag. The only people who didn't watch Game of Thrones were the Amish, and he'd seen Raymond scrolling through Instagram a couple times. It was a lock. No. Raymond said. What the fuck? Bobby said out loud. Excuse me. Um, I mean, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome that you don't watch it because it's it's so commonly watched. Raymond gave a soft smile. Why? Said Bobby. He was on autopilot. You know, I just... He went on longer, but Bobby tuned him out. He was too flustered. Where does he go from there? He cut off Raymond. It's not for us. Where did you get your ring? Not the best, but it was something. Amazon. Bobby was back. Oh, okay. A fellow Prime member. Nope. Not Prime, says Raymond. What? How do you order stuff? We order all the same. Just don't pay the subscription fee. So, but... How do you watch Prime Video? Bobby didn't know what was happening. We don't. Oh. Okay, cool. He had time for one last Hail Mary. One shot, and then was back to his desk to act like he hadn't already read the morning brew so he could kill another 15 minutes of the workday. How about bagels? If Raymond didn't like bagels, then Bobby would come to the conclusion that Raymond was Satan. And if Raymond was Satan, he wouldn't feel as shitty for not connecting with him. I love bagels. Bobby got a bite. Me too. What's, what's your ideal bagel? Are we talking everything in cream cheese, sesame and, sesame and lox? What's your thing? Raymond took his time. I like a nice salt bagel. 
and peanut butter. There was silence. Oh, you were serious. Bobby caved. Yeah, it's my favorite. Every Sunday, my wife and I would get a couple. Salt and peanut butter. Huh. Bobby acted like he was thinking, really, just buying some time. Wow. He had him right where he wanted him. Kill shot time. Maybe I'll bring you one Monday. How's that sound? Raymond laughed. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Well, wait, what, what, if you got, what if you got bagels for the entire off bagels and coffee for the entire office Monday morning? How's that sound? For all, for all 250 people? Yeah, why not? We'll, we'll get Monday off to a crack and start. What do you think? Can you do that? Bobby hesitated, wondering how he got in this position in the first place. Yeah. No, yeah, I got it. I'll see you Monday.